Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven, magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. We're coming to you live here on WPPM 106.5 FM. Philly Cam, people-powered media here in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. Ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for a brand spanking new edition of Black Tribbles! Turn my mic up. My headphones up. Oh, hey! Oh, hey! My name is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Triple, and as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by... What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick, also known as the Everyday Phillies Bay, even when they're terrible like today, they still my squad. What's up, y'all? What's good? Mwah. Mwah. Mm, stolen. I'm in here feeling fuzzy. If you get a little closer, you might catch a little M buzzy. What's going on? It's the man, the myth, the legend, Master Triple E Mag in the building. Feeling good. How you living? Also known as Mr. Thursday. Nice! That too. <laughs> Yo, it's your mama's favorite nephew, cousin Muscles in the building, the boy Broku, Super Saiyan Triple, one love. Hey. The Super Triple could not be here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Uncanny Triple is racing towards the studio, but it don't stop. Because we got more troubles in the building. True story. <laughs> Get on that mic. Yo, what's going on? This is Rich, a.k.a. Great Root Bear, but I am known in the Triple Nation as the one and only Triple NX. Triple NX! I am the founder of the Mighty Five Deadly Venoms crew straight out of Chinatown in New York City and the captain of Toronto Alpha Flight, the proud 416th out of the GTA. I had to practice because oh, I rank. heard everything. Hey, my appropriation uh, and all my titles there within. his name? Okay. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You did not come by yourself, my friend. I did not. No, you did not. Of course, I brought the one and only Delta Triple. She can introduce herself. Ooh. Oh, come on, come on. Don't be frightened, girl. Don't be girl. Don't be frightened, girl. Don't be shy. Don't shit too modest, man. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. And it's still not over, ladies and gentlemen, because as you can see, we are streaming live on Facebook Live, as always, coming to you on YouTube.com. And this house is still packed. We got more people to introduce. 
Get on the microphone. Hey, yo, yo, yo. My name is Adrian McLean, a.k.a. Ace X Power, dancer, extraordinaire, actor, ready to get it lit. They call me the knucklehead Tribble. Yes, Let's get this thing on and popping. I'm ready to get this thing because, you know, I'm not stopping. Let's go. That was one time. That was one time. Yeah, I, I know. Got it. I know. You I got it. That was right. hot. That was hot. Okay. You cool. did good. You did good, cool. little bro. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't prepare. I was gonna get into this, so I'm the confused triple, I guess. So. That sounds about right, actually. From what I've heard so far, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, welcome. Well, what's your name? Give him your name. My name is Kareem. Well, all right, all right. Oh, welcome. <laughs> that's, welcome. That's all he got. He's he shy. He's shy and confused. One name. One name. One name. That's all. That's all you need. Hey, work for share. <laughs> work for Madonna. So. Dante is rocking out on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. YouTube.com slash Black Tribbles. The Super Saiyan Tribble is manning Facebook Live. We have a dope show for you tonight. Of course, we're going to bring you This Week in Geek History. Of course, we're going to bring you Ariel's Secret Garden. Of course, we're going to bring you our new feature, Team Daddy-ish. Of course, we're going to bring you Tribble of the Week. But... All night long, as that music will let you all know. All night long. All night. All Thursday night. As that music will let you know, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are talking about the world of Overwatch. And that's why we have all of these lovely people in the building. Ooh. <laughs> it's dangerous, baby. It's dangerous. None what? of us are going to agree on anything at all. <laughs> Dead. Oh, so a uh, typical night. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's it's just accurate. another Thursday night. Night. <laughs> I'm think. <laughs> Y'all gonna be accounting next time like a one, two, three. <laughs> no, night. It, it, no, it, it's how it works. Okay. Is Eric is Mr. Thursday night. So okay. whenever yeah. we say Mr. Thursday, everybody says night. Night. So, uh, so we gonna try it again. Right. I was just giving you a try. Okay, okay, I was gonna okay, have cool. you rump. I'm, I'm ready. See, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm over. All right, all right. Here we go, Mr. Thursday. Night. Mm. So I like that. Every, on point passion. <laughs> point. A lot of I ain't going to miss it this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Look. Oh, we're going to have to oh, do, not, do not adjust your, your uh, TVs, ladies and gentlemen. No, that is indeed, in fact, color has come into the building. The green hair bombshell, you say? Uh, I don't think so. Navy blue. It looks like an aquamarine to me. I was going to call it turquoise. There you go, there you go. Turquoise. It's turquoise. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Mr. Girl Ariel? The blue hair bombshell these days. Y'all are so silly. Y'all threw me off. I wasn't expecting that reaction. My hair is always a color most of the time. Girl, it's been like a month or so. It's been it's been a little bit. Well, I've been, yeah. I feel yeah, like you know, you let it uh, grow out the summer. You know, you let it get the little scalp breathe. I've been gone for a little bit. Right, right. That's all. You let it breathe. That's yeah, all. For a little bit. You just keep us on it's our toes. To, That's all. All right. That's how you take care of it. We know. <laughs> but now it's back. So we like, yeah. <laughs> then I told you. I told you so. Yeah, I told you. Mr. Thursday. Night. <laughs> You know, that, that's nice that you got that, but that um, reminds me because um, we actually, Kennedy and I were actually reminded just a little bit ago that, you know, we've been inducting people into the Tribble Nation and it looks like we have a confused Tribble that we're going to have to induct into the nation later on tonight. Um, 
And while they do have to take the oath of allegiance, they also have to learn our new triple salute. We haven't been rocking out that salute that Elizabeth Wilkerson um, brought into uh, Triple Nation. And we've got to we've got to represent. We got to start representing that real hard. Right. Yeah. I, I think we started using it in, in conventions. Yeah. You know, because you can't always you can't always have time to talk about triple designations and swear people in and, right. and really get into it. So in passing, when you meet when you meet a triple in your neighborhood, you're supposed to throw up the salutes. That's what you know. They're they're for real and not fugazi. True. But if we're going to be rocking out on on YouTube, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got to always we always got to be flashing the, the salute. You're right, you're Otherwise, right. it's not going to become, you know, thing. if we don't if we don't represent it, we can't expect the nation to represent. True, it. true, true. And true, if true, we're true. inducting people into the nation, true, then we have to show them all that it takes. So that means the oath. But they also must learn the salute. You're right. You're right. So Kareem. Yes. <laughs> What's up, my dude? What's good? So tonight, not right now. You got time to marinate on it. You got about a little over two, a little less than two hours to marinate on it. You will have to come up with your own triple designation, and then we will induct you into the triple nation. And those that do not know will learn the triple salute as well. That includes you. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got yes, it. you. You too, knucklehead, will be given Yo, a salute. Yo, has there ever been a more appropriately named? <laughs> no. If there was any doubt, no doubt <laughs> we no gonna, more. We're going to learn today. <laughs> Most definitely. All right. Um, but before we get into everything that we have planned for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the phone lines are open all night long, 215-923-9776. That's 215-923-WPPM. We're also streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. You can always follow us on all the social medias, either at Black Tribbles or at WPPM FM. We like to touch on some of the things that have happened in the um in the world and, and holler at our triples to see what's going on with, with everybody. Um, so first, let me ask the triples. How y'all doing, triples? How y'all feeling? What up? What's going on with y'all? Tight. What's Tight. Good. good. Pretty good. Good, though. Everybody good? I, I've been uh, enjoying everybody's update texts from watching uh, Carnival Row. It's been fun. Oh, how is that show, anyway? <laughs> Worthwhile, it's, it's, yeah. Kennedy loves it. It's good. I'm it's just good. happy that the Jay season's coming to an end. That's been a dark time. So. The what season? The Jays season. The Blue Jays. Oh. Toronto. We Toronto don't Blue Jays. Well, we have Bichette, so that was like a high point. Bro, bro, yeah. bro. I don't even want to talk about baseball right yeah, now. I know. But yeah, it was like I was like joking with some folks. I had to like de-New Yorkify the way I was talking because everyone thought I was kind of stepping up on them when I was ordering coffee and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. They were like, whoa, eh? But then I came back here and like when I hear how Philly people talk, now it's like, oh man, it's going to roll back hard. Yeah, that's just how we talk. <laughs> like, I'm not angry. I'm just from Philly. Relax. That's how it is. Hey, yo, let me get a sandwich. <laughs> Thank you. With that, yeah. Hey. Hey, you dropped something. All right. You good? All right. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, I saw, I saw a, uh, a, a meme on the gram that was like some dude was rushing off the bus and missed his step and fell and like $2 worth of change came out of his pocket. And some lady was like, damn, Sonic, you all right? <laughs> I was like, yo, that's something I would say. <laughs> that's me. I feel seen. Or attacked. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> How was your week, Glenn? Oh, my week was great. 
my week was fantastic. It uh, ton of stuff happened, and much of it I can't talk about just yet. Ooh. <laughs> but um, Ooh. it was lots Ooh. of good news this Ooh. week. <laughs> so Ooh. yes, I am doing very well. Ooh. Thank you very, Snarf. very, very Snarf. much. Snarf. You know, sorry, Giggity. being inappropriate. <laughs> For no good reason. <laughs> Yo, legit, the most exciting thing that has happened to me this week is my Sims had triplets. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I got. They've been a handful. They're now toddlers, so we're potty training and learning how to walk and talk, so it's been a bit much. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's three at once. So yeah. That's a lot. But, but, you know, boom, boom, bap, they done now. We ain't got to worry about no more. My, my family. Right, right, just one shot now. Yup, we done. Yeah, right? Two girls and a boy. We on a path to our evil overlord career path. We good. Oh, yeah. Because in The Sims, you can choose career paths. And I chose, because I'm always, I always focus on having a big family. And I was like, I'm going to do something different this time. I'm going to make my Sims super villains. So I did have, a, have them start a family. And, you know, you got to get the family started first because that's time consuming and it's real hard to like juggle a job right, and raise and three babies at once, you know? Yeah. So I was like, let's get the kids walking and talking. Let's get them into school. Then we can just start the, our career path as evil overlords. Wait a minute. Is that like actually on the drop down menu? Yes. Evil overlord? Yes, yes. You can choose, you know, your lifetime wishes. And in, in the criminal war, in the criminal career path, you know, it's either master thief or evil overlord. Evil emperor is what it's actually called. So my Sims are evil. So one of the options on their interactions is like an evil interaction, which is kind of. <laughs> so like when I'm taking care of the kids, one of the options is steal candy from the baby. It's really <laughs> hilarious. I don't do that to my own kids. I steal the people's candy. But what I'm saying is the most exciting thing that's happened to me this week is my triplets. My my evil couple has had evil triplets. Thank you. I didn't know people still played Sims. Thanks, Ariel. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> for that for that subtle roast. <laughs> I'm 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 old school. I'm still playing Sims 3, but that's because I don't want to pay full price for Sims 4. And my old behind computer can't handle like I don't have the processing for a Sims 4. Are we still doing Tamagotchis? Dang! <laughs> Yo! How you gonna come in here and shoot like this? Like I'm, just, I'm asking a question. This is why we need to ban assault rifles. <laughs> But that was a single shot. <laughs> With an AK. <laughs> and a scope. Like, just because it was only one shot don't mean it wasn't sniper precision. Like, golly, I think I'm bleeding now. <laughs> right, AK-47. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. AKA, AKA. <laughs> wow, okay. Like, All right. I'm gonna sit down now, I guess. <laughs> Um, one of the things that did happen um, this week, one of the mo more historic things, and it will take us to our, our one of our first features, is that there, the Emmy Awards were this week, and um, there were some historic winners in the category of Best Actor in a Limited Series or TV Movie. Um, Gerald Jerome won for When They See Us, the... Netflix uh, miniseries uh, about the Central Park Eight and Gerald Jerome represents the first. There was five in Central Park. Oh, Central Park Five. I said eight. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Dang, yeah, there's like, more." Of three, like, oh my god, they had three more. It's incredible. I feel like you were like doing math and like the Scottsboro Nine, the Central Park. You know, you just got the numbers wrong. <laughs> there's so, so many, many numbers. Yeah. So many numbers. I got the numbers wrong. Um, 
But Gerald Jerome actually represents the first Afro-Latino to actually win an Emmy Award. So that was oh, very wow. historic. Yep. Don't forget. Uh, well, uh, and then in the category of best actor in a drama series, you have Billy Porter, who won for the Fox show Pose, and he is the first openly gay man to win a Emmy Award for acting. So that was another historic achievement. Yeah. So, um, and, and unless anyone wants to, you know, uh, uh, offer up any, you know, uh, someone else, I want to honor Billy Porter. I want to put his name on the table for honoring as our triple of the week. Yeah. You know, I would say so for for that win. Um, he's it, been out here for a minute. He's been out here for a minute doing mad work. Um, he he is a phenomenal talent, uh, and and I I, I actually enjoy the sh- the show pose. I enjoy enjoy his work, and I I celebrate everything that has happened to him. Um, so, if there are no objections, I would like to name Billy Porter our triple of the week. Second it. Here here. I concur. Cool. Well, then we can all then, because I haven't thought of what triple designation would be appropriate for Billy Porter, at least as far as coming from us, you know. Um, and I wanted to put that out there to the table for us to kind of like maybe workshop. What, what should Billy Porter's triple designation be? Any ideas? Well, I think his name on Pose, well, like, you know, his stage name, I guess, if you will, on Pose is the best, the Pray Tell. So mm-hmm. I like Pray Tell, Tribble. Hey. I just love, I was like, Pray Tell, that is so fly. Yeah, I'm with it. And he is fly. He is. He is. He is definitely fly. Pray Tell, Tribble. I like that. I like that. Are we rocking, are we rocking with Pray Tell? I like it. I think that'll work. That'll work. Well. Make it so. The, uh, the Master Tribble has to make it so. So shall it be done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then Billy Porter, the first openly gay man to win an Emmy Award for acting, is now and forevermore, or until he comes into the studio, will be known in Triple Nation as Pray Tell Triple. Huzzah! Huzzah! (laughs) Turn it out. And check, Cha-cha out, room now. check it out. Check out Pose, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not watching it. It's it's great drama. Um, I believe they just got picked up for their third season. So, um, All right. Get that camera out of my face. <laughs> wow. Um, so today. Philly. <laughs> we have guests. We do have guests. We do have guests um, here. And our three guests... I believe in some way, shape, or form are connected with the world of Overwatch of what we want to speak about this evening. Um, Now, for people who may be listening in don't have an idea of what Overwatch is, they only seen these billboards that are all over Philadelphia, letting them know that the Overwatch championship is actually going to be next week here. 
this no, Sunday. Oh, this Sunday, this Sunday. Well, that's what I meant. Like, I mean, it's technically next week. Right, right. Um, it's going to be Sunday. Yeah. Lord's <laughs> Day is the new week. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, I don't need the guests coming in here. <laughs> Correcting you like that? Disrespect. Well, but actually, he's been here like four times. And they learn quick, right? <laughs> I wonder who taught them, Master Tribble. I mean, we're here to educate, right? You <laughs> yourself better every day. <laughs> so give people the 30-second pitch on what Overwatch is. You the pro. You the pro pro. You got to speak that up. Pro. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just a regular dude. But uh, <laughs> Overwatch is a team-based six-versus-six first-person shooter uh, game with uh, basically a variety of map types where your job is to beat up the other team. Um, but... It recent, basically last year it launched as as really one of the largest esports, like formalized esports leagues in the world. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really separated uh, Overwatch League from a lot of uh, well, the existing esports ecosystem was that it kind of went a little bit old school. So it went into a franchise model that focused on city-based teams. So y'all down here have a great team, the Philadelphia Fusion, Woo! who uh, unfortunately beat the crap out of was my OG team, the New York Excelsior. Excuse, excuse us just one moment, Richard. Um, hello, caller. You are live on Black Tribbles. Who's this? Hello, caller. Hi, my name is Raven. Oh, Raven. What's going on? Hi. Oh, snap. Hi. Yo, this, um, so this... Yeah, I'm Raven. I'm Raven. I'm from West Philly. Uh, I do stuff with Overwatch, and I just wanted to call and say hi. Hi, Raven. Hi. So Raven is going? one of the crew. She's a crew member of your local supporters crew, the Fusion Fam. We well, actually welcomed them dope. down in, in, in New York when we had the grand finals last year. I had to feed them the superior pizza and food that existed at the, you know that exists in New York. See, this is what happened. Shots fired! Oh what was he doing? Oh, my God. You came here with, like, nine clips. What was he doing? Oh, my God. Fully loaded. Because we have a pen in the magazines oh. in Toronto. But, Raven, how are you doing? How is everything going? Now, Raven and her crew... Or I would I'm doing really event. well. Actually, I just figured out that I'm going to Grand Finals after all. So now I'm, like, really pumped for everything this weekend yeah. and to see all the fans and just, like, everybody in the city that I call home. So it's really exciting. It's great that you called in, Raven, because um, it will be interesting to hear why or how you got into the world of Overwatch, um, especially when considering that this is a video game and just like in uh, in other places in the world of geek, when you start thinking about the default character in that world, you're thinking about a guy and it's not uh, a woman such as yourself. So wh- how and why did you get into the world of Overwatch and what does it mean for you? Well... <laughs> Originally, um, my dad had got the game for my sister, and wow. um, she never played it because I'm a bit of a console hog. I won't even run. <laughs> like, I barely let her touch the PlayStation because I play it for hours and hours and hours. And then um, I just never stopped playing. Then once the league was announced, then, um, of course, I got into it. I attended my first watch party, and then... I met so many amazing people, and then from then on, I just keep meeting more people and players and then interacting with, like, even staff on the team. So it's just really refreshing to see, like, not just characters in the game that are, like, regular white male um, protagonists, but to see 
other people, like how Tracer is a lesbian character and the representation for the LGBT community, and Lucio, how he's from Brazil, that's more representation. So overall, just Overwatch and Overwatch League in general, I feel like it brings everybody together no matter how old you are. Like, I'm 19, so it's just really cool to see all of that. It's definitely diverse, like, to the fullest extent of diversity. It's definitely, like, you you cannot go into the game and, like, expect to see just one mm-hmm. particular trait on Mm-mm, somebody. No. Right. And then, like, you know, they keep on coming out with new characters. Even, so it's like you're never going to, like, get bored because you never know where this character's background is going to be. Although they did make the two Japanese dudes, like, a ninja and a it's samurai. True. It's true. I'm just it's saying. True. <laughs> like, this is I'm true. I'm just saying. This is true. Like, and why can't – I'm just saying, like, why does Lucio not have an accent? Why is he, like – it's like let's get this beat down. He's like a like a Philly DJ. He should have more. <laughs> and it's like everybody accent. from you know Japan sounds like they're from like a Kurosawa film or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm half Japanese yeah. and half Chinese, and I don't sound like those dudes. But I, I digress. It's just my, <laughs> it's my small beat. <laughs> yes, yeah, shots this man. He's like shots for everybody. <laughs> but did they add a bunch of? Um, Yo, I'm invested. <laughs> did they oh, add a bunch God. of? Portuguese yes, he is. <laughs> just coming in like one is curving bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kareem. We didn't hear it. Go ahead. What you oh, no. <laughs> That's why they call me the confused one. Anyway, what I was saying is your, your gripe was like how Lucio doesn't have an accent, but didn't they like try, uh, try to patch that with his Portuguese lines? That is true. That well, is yeah, true. Yeah, he has different Portuguese uh, Yeah, and they have been dropping that well, which I thought was really, really good. Yeah. Right. So it's definitely like a work in progress, mm-hmm. but it's more like mm-hmm. they're still working at it. It's not an oversight on their part. Yeah. No, it's, it's you know, yeah, you, you, a lot of people talk about how, like, a lot of people in the community are upset because there's no, like, female black protagonist. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they've been waiting for that forever. I've been waiting for it, like, since the game first came out. You got so. a hamster first. And they're, like, yeah. I'm glad they're <laughs> getting there, but, like, it's like, hurry up, mm-hmm. give me her already. Where is she? Mm-hmm. Speaking of like the black like woman character, you know how Afi 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 Orisa's creator. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish that she had a bigger role because yeah. like Talon's such a huge deal, and Doomfist is like the main antagonist along with Reaper. Yeah, he got messed up by a, the you know the, the work of a little girl, and that's that's the yeah. greatest one of the best aspects of that story because she succeeds by using her mind and her heart, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. That's why Orisa is the the hero that she is. Yeah. Because she's that, you know, that sort of like extension of the spirit of the openness of heart, that the tabula rasa, and it's an amazing thing, right? Yeah. I love her playing with the puppy. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing in the world. That's my favorite emote with her. <laughs> now, 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 um, <laughs> we're gonna get more into like the origin of Overwatch here at the top. Um, but before we do, and while we have you on the line, uh, Raven. Yeah, because I got questions for Raven. Go ahead, <laughs> shoot, shoot, Raven. Raven, are, are you a pro? Or are you on the team? Or are you an enthusiast? Uh, I'm an enthusiast. I know, like, I talked to some of the players on the team for a while. I'm just a really, like, interested fan, basically. Gotcha. So, that being said, when you, I'm assuming you play online a lot, because that's how this works? Yeah, that's yeah. the whole game. Yeah, okay. I play online a lot, I, yeah. I was watching um, some gameplay earlier today on YouTube um, from, uh, I guess her name is the character's SS Sniper Wolf. I don't know if you all are familiar with this girl. Yeah. Um, but Widowmaker? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we talking about game oh, tech? we're talking about the gamer actual gamer tech. Gamer tech. Gamer tech. Gamer oh, tech. Sniper Wolf, yeah. Girl, okay. don't get me lying. I don't know who this child is. Oh, say, I know. Who is that? We got a new character coming up? No, 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 no. no. I met the YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leak alert. So, <laughs> so uh, she was just playing, and the amount of misogyny that this woman was subjected oh. to oh. as she was playing. 
I wondered if that is like indicative indicative of of the entire culture if if overwatch is a little bit better because of how progressive progressive it tries to be um and if you have experienced something like that as you were playing well um since i mainly played on console it's a lot different because people don't use like voice chat as much and obviously there's no text chat because we don't have keyboards but Um, a lot of my friends have had things said to them that are very misogynistic and sexist and racist even. Mm -hmm. And it really sucks, but that's just, like, how gamer culture is. But Mm -hmm. I'm really glad because there are a lot of different things that people are doing. And then even with the league just being so, like, inclusive of everybody, how there's a female player, and then we have, like, there are two openly gay players in the league. So Mm -hmm. it's, like... As we go further with it, I guess as esports like progresses more, and I guess as the gaming community as a whole progresses more, then it'll be easier for people to see like, yo, this isn't right. Because um, even Blizzard, they've been taking a lot of steps towards like cutting down all the toxicity that happens in Overwatch. Like that's been a big thing since the game came out, and it's still ever changing. Like the devs don't want this to be this toxic community they want everybody to have fun and for everybody to get along and play the game but obviously it's just not like that all the time but thankfully yeah things are getting a bit better i know that fusion had um people from the fusion staff they held a like women's gamer empowerment thing like an event and so then they had a lot of a lot of different staff from different teams and stuff like that different esports leagues come and attend and everybody had fun so i feel like as long as we keep doing things like that, like showing like these are regular people, you shouldn't judge them based on their sex or their race or anything. Let's just all play the game because that's what we're here to do. You know, it's uh, I, I, I'm glad you asked that question, Kennedy, right? Because it's like everyone, it, it's that moment when everyone kind of, you know, we all do cringe a little bit. We're like, yeah, there's a lot of, it's not trash talk. You know, you know trash talk is an art, right? right. You got to know how to do it. And there's a difference yeah, that's trash, not right? trash talk. It's and something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you know, I joke if uh, you're uh, hopeful on Saturday Night Live, uh, and you want to say you're a comedian that pushes boundaries. I'm like, yeah, we've all heard comedy that pushes boundaries, mm-hmm. but sitting around in a podcast saying a lot of you know racially charged things about the good people of Lower East Side Chinatown, which for the record, when everyone's wondering why does it look like that, I'm like, why don't you ask the initial immigrants in the area who are like primarily Italian and Irish? Right. And Jewish. And like it's a, but the point is riffing on stuff just being like they will do that and then they hide it under the guise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They try to yeah. obfuscate, right? Like, oh my the intent, which is oh it was trash talk. But it's not. It's just you're being a jerk. And and, and, and look, some people are like that. But one of the things and the biggest challenges that you'll find is that the Overwatch community heavily over indexes um, in its player base in two particular areas that are very different from a lot of other games, and that is uh, the LGBT community mm-hmm. and women uh, so you can imagine when you just increase the population within the player base mm-hmm. just yeah. if you just go with the math and you sit in an equal number of lobbies with a higher proportion of people from those two groups right uh, you're gonna hear things right and it's a it's on a lot of us and, and I've been noticing this a lot more now that people are just like no one is gonna sit around necessarily and, and even buy into someone you know, trying to give a really long testament to why we should not speak this way. But you can just, I, I have heard people call up people be like, dude, that's not cool. Right. Like, don't. And then a lot of folks will stop if you actually just 
bring it out, but it's that like really corny sophomoric behavior that、mm-hmm. you'll see when it's like, oh, that's just locker room banner. I'm like, yeah, that's how a lot of these things continue. But、um, it's it's a unique、uh, challenge. Yeah, Overwatch community just by virtue of the community structure.、Mm-hmm. I'm glad you differentiated between talking trash and and being and being trash, right? Because right. Right. <laughs> because they were all talking smack during this gameplay that I was watching. You know, everybody had something smart to say, but it wasn't until、uh, this. Woman as the Reaper character, I, I guess, was just laying waste. Like she was just bodying dudes left and right, just <laughs> handling it.、He's、like, um, they were like, and she's just quiet. She was quiet. She wasn't talking trash. She was just doing the job. Because when you're doing work, you don't have to you talk. Know. Right, right. You know what I mean? Your、like、work speaks for itself. Exactly. <laughs> so she's handling it, and this dude was like, "How's it feel like to get carried by a girl?" And I would, I would have been like, "It feels good, actually. <laughs> it feels I can't great, even." Actually. Feels pretty rad, dude. Can't be mad at it.、Um, and this other dude was like, "I wish she would just go back to playing heels like a like a good、oh. bee." Like it was just really like,、uh, just 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 hell derogatory、mm-hmm. and just dismissive. And I'm just、mm-hmm. like, bro, if you're mad because you're losing right now, be mad because you're losing. <laughs> Don't be mad because a woman is the one handing it to you. Like just sit there,、um, practice. I guess I don't know how you get better at games like this. Like shut the f up. Probably not by complaining so much. Really, you're, you're like working on thinking how to win the game. Yeah,、right? work. You get better at it. You just get better at it, right? Yeah, but they all do the same thing that everybody does when it comes to the media. They know that they're behind a console or behind、mm-hmm. some some computer or some device that they don't have to speak up face to face and don't have to、exactly. confront these people、yeah. straight up about like how I'm feeling about it or like how you're going to attack somebody the way you do. And that's、mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues I see is because you don't speak to people like this in front of them face to face, but you willing to do this behind closed doors. It's one、right. of the ways that I see that like is you're able to see the true emotions of people when you don't have to see them face to face because they feel like there's a barrier now, so I can、yeah. do what I want to do and say what I want to say,、yeah. and people、mm-hmm. are gonna have to just deal with it because they can't talk to me, they can't touch me, they can't have any type of real confrontation to me for me unless it's like through this video game, and that's it.、Right. So that's why I like it when I see something like that because I'm like, you know what? It's like, all right, this is the real world. That's really what we're dealing with right now. There's still people like this out here, and the only、mm-hmm. way we're gonna know that is from situations like this, and so that we can learn how to move forward as a culture. Like it just really was like, it just reminded me of being on like somebody's schoolyard. You know、mm-hmm. what I mean?、Oh, yeah. Like.、Yeah. You know, don't be mad because you're getting dunked on by this girl. <laughs> like, just do better, do better, do better, and then maybe you can play like a girl and get points. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I joke with somebody the other day. It's、uh, you know they're saying, I can't believe all these, you know, grown men are, are just beating up on a child, Greta Thunberg. And yeah. And I was like, I've seen a lot of grown adults beat up on little kids. Yeah.、Uh, because clearly you're not really that good at this anymore.、Um, that's okay, guys. Things change. Why you become a coach?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Nice. Yo, right.、Uh, that's it's like you know,、um, go teach the world and 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 make some good in this world. It's it's, it's again. It's one of those reasons why you know, like so. Ravens crew, the the Fusion Fam is a Philadelphia Fusion supporters crew, and much like Five DB in New York or Toronto、uh, Toronto Alpha Flight、uh, up north, you know, it, it brings people together face to face, right? And、uh, you'll find that a lot of folks, the way they even communicate. I mean, I remember I met you know you meet people who are like cursed like sailors on- online. You meet them in person and they barely even talk. And like, okay, now、mm-hmm. I know your like inner dialogue, but it's not actually your inner dialogue. It's like an inner aspect of、uh, a facet of your personality that no longer has a switching cost. Absolutely. For、yeah. when it gets presented, so 
It's um, but when you actually and but the fascinating thing though is and, and mm -hmm. I've always respected things like uh, like FGC culture, like fighting game culture coming mm -hmm. out of Philly and New York. Um, you know, you can have this, but when you put people face to face, at least some people will try to carry that through face to face, and 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 then you run the risk of saying, okay, do I want this balanced off with a punch to my face? Right. Right. But that's how it goes. Right. <laughs> Is the game rated E for everybody and these hands too? <laughs> <laughs> hands are always rated E for everybody. But, uh, <laughs> but it's uh, you know it's small steps. But you're right though. You know, I'm saying like you know what you're saying like uh. It's useful when people reveal themselves because you know these attitudes still exist. Absolutely. And anyone who says it's not a big deal probably hasn't been targeted by said statements. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like, look, we're, we're relatively uh, grown adults here, but again, you got kids. When you're on console, when I started, it was like, Raven, I don't know about your situation, but when I first turned it on and, and, and Delta Triple was like listening, she's like, I think that kid's 10. I'm like, yeah, the average age of the kids. Like, like so I was like talking to like, 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 like little kids. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, so we're going uh, to go, we're going to go into the main door. Uh, and we're going to go left. They're like, oh, yeah, okay. But, and you have to uh, negotiate. Uh, you wait too nice. Listen here, little yeah. triple. This is yeah, what we're going to do. Yeah. That's how it is. Like, right? a lot of the people that I've met at events, they bring their kids with them. Yeah. And so then I've also, like, aside from talking to kids, like, I babysit all the time. So I talk to the kids and I talk to their parents and everything. And it's, uh, it's really cute. Yeah. Because, like, for them to have such a passion at such a young age, like, yeah, So how great. have you found the generational sort of uh, connection <laughs> in this scene compared to other games that you've come across, Raven? I'm really curious because I've seen a lot of interesting things, but I'm really curious what, uh, what you've seen uh, in your experiences here in the Philly area. Um, <clears throat> overall, basically, well, I was born in Westchester and raised in Philly and South Jersey. So, like, growing up, I feel like basically all we had to, like, even though technology was around, obviously, but basically me and all my cousins had to do was play video games. And I grew up playing games for my dad, so then that passion stemmed on. And then as I got older, um, I really realized that I just like interacting with people, and especially in the esports community because everybody's so nice. Like, Rich, when I met you, <laughs> it was just... It was so, like, exhilarating to finally to meet somebody. Obviously, I look up to you because we, like, with the Fusion fam, we want to flourish, too. And you did that with um, 5DV and then even that with Toronto Alpha Flight. So, like, I feel like that's a big thing. If you have a passion for gaming and then for just, like, interacting and enjoying the company of other people that share the same interests in you, mm -hmm. then... You can get into the league, like you can get into Overwatch League, even if you don't play. Because I have so many friends that don't play, but they just love everything about Overwatch League mm -hmm. and the people and the staff and all of that. So that's that's basically why I stick around now. Because like I can't even tell you how excited I am about Friday. Like I'm about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like I'm just gushing. You should tell everybody a little bit about uh, the meetup at Wahoos because I think it's incredible. That you're carrying oh, the yeah. legacy of hosting people who travel internationally, even for uh, for Overwatch events. So, floor is yours. Yeah, on Saturday we are having an event at Wahoo's. It is on thirty three. Let me think. Three one zero one Chestnut Street in Philly. Um, it's like a small Mexican restaurant, and so then what we're doing is we're having like a tabletop event. So we're bringing in board games. Um, and we invited, we opened arms to a lot of like the other fans, fans court clubs who are coming to Philly. And basically, we just want everybody to come out and have a good time and just have fun right before we go into this game tomorrow. Like, I'm, I'm so excited for it. 
Raven is bursting with excitement. I am bursting. Like I keep, I keep saying it to people how excited I am, but I actually am like so like I'm super excited. If you don't mind me asking, I just want to know because I feel like we haven't gotten this answer yet. What do you mean in Overwatch? Uh, okay. So on console, I played. I have the most amount of hours of Diva. I think overall my 300 uh, hours of play. Diva. She is good choice. Good choice. We're best friends already. (laughs) I think over a hundred hours of who I've played in Overwatch, but um, Diva, Zenyatta, Mm. Junkrat. I play a lot of Junkrat. Nice. Oh, oh, I'm I'm okay. Speaking to my soul right now. (laughs) Listen, Junkrat is good. I feel like people be hating because they don't know how to play against him. And they don't know how to defeat him. I could go on about this all day. I'm not gonna go start. Power is a bit. Relating to you, because he means Junkrat. I mean Junkrat like nobody's business. Oh, my gosh. And every time I set off um, his ultimate, his rip tire, we have this whole thing every time we go into our group. We always say, um, must chop wood. And it's it's the craziest <laughs> thing, because we take out the whole enemy. And, it, it, <laughs> and we'll be into the whole team chat. It could just be three of us, like me, uh, Confused Triple over here, and um, a cousin over in uh, Japan. And we would sit there and be into the whole live team chat, and they just don't know how to react to us because we're not even talking about the game at this point. We're talking about just our whole life story, and then we all get hyped up as soon as we get an ultimate, and then it just turns into a whole fun fest. And that's what I love about it the most because you connect with people on more than just like playing a game now. Like you're just you're building friendships. Yeah. Now you said on console, so you rocking on PC too? Uh, I just started playing on PC like this week. I just got a mouse. Okay. So I'm, like, trying to learn out all the controls. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Yeah, that one-to-one motion will always get you, right? It's very fun, I don't right? know. Yeah. I don't know how those pros do it, but <laughs> they got that. They got that. That's why they're in the league. That's why they're in the league, Raven. <laughs> separates the, the pros from the noobs. From the noobs. I'm sorry, dear, but that's the way life is. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lendo know what... What nothing is about. He's like, Diva. I'm diva. looking for the joystick. But anyway, <laughs> it's up, up, down, B, select, start, A. I don't know how you people, you carpal tunnel people do it. But um, Raven, we're going to let you go because we got to move on a, a little bit. But thank you so much for calling us and, and educating us mm-hmm. a little bit on Overwatch and, and everything that's happened with Fusion Fam. And um it's really dope to, to hear from you, and hopefully one day you can stop by the studios here of WPPM and bring bring, <laughs> bring the fam down, and, and, and let's just bug out. Ooh. Yes, that would be amazing. I would love to do that. Probably, uh, yeah, I'd probably talk to them. I do most of the talking. Like, I just talk a lot. So whenever it's like, oh, somebody's got to speak, then it's like Raven does it. Because I just, every time I meet somebody new, it's just really interesting to me. So... Well, you're welcome. You're welcome, dear. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes, of course. Everyone, have a good night. You, you too. as well. Good Thank night, you. Raven. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we are going to. First of all, I believe we need we need Overwatch one on one here because yeah, I we do. Because I'm sitting here, <laughs> just I'm right trying to. It. I feel like a baby boomer trying to Google all this. I'm like, what is <laughs> here looking up all the characters the now? Do you want to give them the lore of Overwatch real quick? That way they can actually understand the universe of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yo, yo, go on the You do it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. so, Are you confused about this, too? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. I think I'm we here. was all bucket <laughs> shots. I wanted to get in. <laughs> oh, no. This is why I'm here. This is why I came for. Okay, so, cool, cool, cool. In the world of Overwatch, I believe there were two factions, basically. 
um, there's a thing called the Omnic Crisis. So it's basically a bunch of like robotic citizens, humanoid robots, cyborgs, whatever. That on that are, mic. Oh, sorry. So it's a bunch of like robots, computerized people, just like, you know, raining havoc on the world for a bit. It always starts with the robots. Yeah. <laughs> it always I, starts robot. with the robots. So what happened was the world was like, we need a group of people to defend us from this crisis. Thus, Overwatch was born. Eventually, mm. like, they stopped the Omnic Crisis, and the people were like, oh, you guys are cool, but we don't need you anymore. So they became criminalized, and when that all happened, a uh, different faction named Talon, which is basically a terrorist group, rose to power. And the world is in a bunch of disarray. So the plot of the game is, while it's just a, you know, team shooter, there's a whole lore about, like, Overwatch being recalled to action to actually, like, destroy Talon and, like, oh, fight okay. back to save the world. Okay, all right, I understand. And now, and just, you know, getting behind the scenes uh, of this a little bit, Overwatch was created by Blizzard Entertainment, mm-hmm. if I understand, correct? Yeah. Old school World of Warcraft people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And and and, and I, I, can't, I can't imagine that they knew what they were creating when they created Overwatch because it's just become this thing. I remember the first time I heard about Overwatch because... I'm not a gamer. I'm, I'm, you know, just real talk. Um, <laughs> be quiet, Eric. Um, so, but the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, all right, so it's another game. All right, cool. It's a shoot 'em up. Sounds cool to me. There's a league. Really? He okay. It a shoot 'em up. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's so much more. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I have a feeling that they saw that there was a void in the gaming community, yeah. right? And and knew exactly what people we're looking for. I knew they everyone was on this online gameplay tip. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves first person shooters. Right. Um and I think the largest cry for a number of years has been, you know, a lack of representation of humanity oh. when it comes to character True selection. Humanity, right. So right. I feel like Blizzard was like they must have done some type of focus group or mm. ran some type of poll and was like, "What do you want from a game?" Like it went to the people was like, "What would make a perfect game for you?" And they listened. And now you know, it's blown up. And, I mean, because Overwatch is only, what, three years old? Yeah. It's it came out in 2016, right? It's not an old game. Yeah. So for them to have hit the strides that they've hit and then to keep escalating like that, I think they just have their finger on the pulse. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a unique creature in, in and of itself. Um, in, in a lot of ways, there, there's certain things that will make just, just the game as a title a little bit different. Um, I remember when I first got it after my, my, my friend uh, Zach uh, Miller had been nagging me for like six months to pick it up. Finally did. And I called him. I was like, hey, how do I aim? Like, because oh, usually wow. in those games, you have to like right click and you go down scope because, right. you know, how else are we going to get a quick scope, you know, phase clan highlight unless you do that? And it was, oh, no, Rich, there's the, there's no, there's no aim like that. You just got to follow center of the screen, the curse, you know, the, the, aim, you know, the, the reticle. And, uh, so you play on, on, on PC? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I started on a console, though. I started on PS4. Okay. So one of the, and, then, and then, you know, and there's a whole issue about the whole divide between console players and PC players. PCs, right. We're uh, all one community, though, so does it really matter? Yeah, that's what I always tell people, right? It was one of the things I used to tell a lot of folks when they try to, like, bond through <laughs> trash-talking somebody. They'd be like, you know, they meet me and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm in not some console club. I'm like, dude, I started on a PS4. Man, I'd only built my PC this year. I was at a PC gaming for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Kid, you weren't even born yet. Right. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about when people play yeah. The Sims on a console. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I played Star Trek Sorry. Online on a console. Those are dark days. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, uh, but what, what's unique about it is that, so in one case, you know, you remove a mechanic that is actually a very difficult mechanic in a lot of games. You have to quickly aim and shoot, and that's a step. So it removes that. But then it, instead of just being about um, 
I guess you could say like a, a really like a pure mechanical skill like like uh, game like like something like CS:GO like Counter Strike which is that mm -hmm. of course it needs everything has strats but you need to be very uh, mechanically gifted to even hit anything. Mm -hmm. um, it reduced a little bit of that barrier but it also introduced aspects of gameplay that you typically see in a lot of what would be called like like um, MOBAs like multiplayer online battle arena games. This is like the League of Legends world game where you okay. have classes of, of characters now they've the game that the way that was executed has changed over time but what you is now consistent what's always been consistent is you have a group of heroes that are mainly there to just uh, cause damage the snipers that you mentioned reapers mm -hmm. that you mentioned their job is punish the other team take away their hit points you have another group of characters uh, supports which are people who, which are heroes that are designed to sustain players. So they have a lot of abilities or skills that are built on adding hit points back that have been taken away. Uh, and then healers, you, healers, mm -hmm. right? And mages, palakines. Yeah, it was same thing. Exactly hey, the same. Learning, yeah. learning, catching, catching on. And then of course you've got the big brawlers, the tanks. Like you're kind of slow. You could take a lot of damage. You can sometimes lay down a lot of damage, but you need help because you are a big big booty right. getting waited you know mm -hmm. waiting to be hit and it's how you combine the relative and every hero has a slightly different type of kit so they shoot in a different way or they heal in a different way or you're perfect like Brigitte but perfect yeah she's perfect no no no, no she's a perfect hero now why do you think so Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, put a pin in that. See, hold up. Put a hold pin on. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how that is. That's for the second hour. That's for the second hour. We're, we're second talking hour. about that's opinions. We need facts now. No, but, um, <laughs> but, um, but then it's the combination of those assets, right? That actually is what makes the game. Because the objectives in the game are always basically either it's either like uh, area control, like just like t king of the hill. You got to own a piece of a map, right? Mm -hmm. It is, um, you got to fall, you got to, it's an escort. So you have to like carry something called the payload and you have to move it along a track an invisible track and then just like you're it's basically uh, checkpoints you got to mm -hmm. clear checkpoints that the other team's defending okay and then there's the last type so of like capture the flag there is capture the flag but like what he's referring to the the payloads is that there's a time timer that goes down and if the team is def that dis that's uh defending the payload can successfully get that timer to go down and then on the next round do the off offense of the payload and get mm -hmm. past where the uh, last team has uh, gotten for uh, got as far as they could with the payload. Mm -hmm. They win the game. Okay, I see. Yeah, this is complicated. Yeah. It's very complicated. Are ten year olds <laughs> playing this? Oh, yes. they are, and they they beat the heck out of me all the time. Oh wow. my god, all the time, all the time. But but that's that's really it. But you know the the magical, you know I like to think the sweet spot that Blizzard hit right. It's and this is why it's it's such a triple esque kind of aspect, right? Because it deals with the the purity and, and the core heart of of fandom and why we love the stories that we love. When we first see something that looks a little bit familiar, that we haven't seen somewhere else, mm -hmm. that catches our, you know, it catches our attention and it can develop interest. But it has to be like all stories, like all good stories. It's got to be thorough, but have just enough space so that you, you can, can put your own thing in it. Exactly. Headcanon, yep. right? Blizzard Overwatch is full of nothing but people creating these like realities of lore in their minds mm -hmm. that have nothing to do with what's actually ever been committed to a story, what's committed on, on paper. Mm -hmm. It's almost like people will create their own comic in their head and then they'll create stories and relationships and they'll hate 
certain characters and heroes. Uh, with Bastion. A passion. Now, Bastion is amazing. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, that's There's right, another that's pin. That's another that's pin. Another pin. Could it help? That's another pin. Bastion with a passion. That's and another I say pin. That all the time. Lord have mercy. When you, when you hear my mains, it, it's going to offend you. This <laughs> I feel like we'll be friends under this show. Check it out. <laughs> I feel like the wall can look like a voodoo dial soon with Yo, all these for pins real. in here. Yeah. Um, but we got we to gotta take a small break. We got, we got some business we have to take care of. We all have to take a trip right now. And we have to take a trip over to a lovely place that we like to call Ariel's Reading Garden here on Black Tribbles. So let's all go with me to the garden. Girl Ariel, the Uncanny Triple, aka the Amalgam Triple, aka Bruce Leroy Triple. Show enough. I didn't get to do that earlier because everybody got crazy about the hair. Um, so today, um, the book is coming out of my favorite house, the House of Image. Um, this week, the book is uh, Safe Sex. Uh, if you're looking for this book, uh, there are no vowels, so it's F S F S X, but it is pronounced Safe Sex. Um, issue number one uh, came out this week, Wednesday, September 25th, 25th 2019. Uh, this is a mature comic. This is not for the chillins. Um, <laughs> so uh, exercise some caution. Uh, notorious kink writer Tina, Tina Horn teams up with artist Michael Dowling for Safe Sex, a social thriller about sex, love, and torture that reads like sex crim criminals in Gilead, crossed with Ocean's 8 with a sunstone twist. In a draconian America where sexuality is bureaucratized and policed, a, a group of queer sex workers keep the magic alive in an underground club called the Dirty Mind. Using their unique bondage skills, they resolve to infiltrate the mysterious government pleasure center, free their friends, and fight the power. Um... This is like an interesting book. Um, when I saw it in previews, I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely one I'm going to, that, that's at the top of my list. Um, in the description, it says using their unique bondage skills to resolve, <laughs> to resolve and infiltrate. And then they resolve to infiltrate. Like, that actually happens. Like, she definitely, the main character, um, uses her pole dancing skills to scale walls and uses her uh, ability to run in not sensible shoes and then uses those shoes to de-eyeball someone. Hey, and then hey. she uses her uh, her great uh, handcuff prowess to, after she is handcuffed, to get out of said handcuffs. Like, it was just funny. It was like... Let me get 10 cups. These are, these, are, <laughs> <laughs> these are practical skills. Practical life skills, which I like. Um, yeah, so it, it's, it's really interesting and it's, um, you know, clearly the, the characters that we're... Um, the, the protagonists and the folks that we're rooting for, they are queer sex workers. Um, and so to have that be center stage and, and the story is coming from that place as opposed to usually I feel like when you have, especially with characters that are sex workers, they are side characters. Very often they are characters that are being killed or murdered or mm -hmm, abused. Mm -hmm. um, to have them be the heroes is just a really... Um, like breath of fresh air, um, not not demonizing it, but um, like uh, like exploring it from a different place. So I think it's just it's a really interesting book. Um, excited to see where it goes. I believe it's going to be six issues, so you know it is a, a mini series. Um, so you know you're not getting in over your head with it, um, but definitely 
I would recommend checking it out. And if you would like to check it out, you can get a uh, have a chance to earn or win. I'm sorry, your own copy right now. What you laughing at, Isaiah? Because Delta Triple in the back was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. She, what is this?" Look like? <laughs> she was like, "What does this look like, though?" I'm trying to see what it look like. <laughs> um, but if this is something a title that interests you, um, you can. Uh, Email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. Again, that is blacktribbles at gmail.com. Uh, and have the title Safe Sex in the uh, subject line. And again, that is SFSX. It must be spelled correctly mm. to win. And I was just wondering <laughs> that, but okay. Yeah, SFSX. Comprehension. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Let me do this real do quick. Do what I say. Uh, and if you were. Ed <laughs> <laughs> John sounds fierce. Um, and if you are. Man, I feel like we should make a challenge because everybody pulling out their phone. If you are. <laughs> if you are the fourth person. Now's the fourth person. Ooh. Fourth person. Oh. I'm going to send it four times real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're the fourth person to, to get through to us with your email, you have a chance to win yours. Um, uh, and, if, of course, if you don't win yours, definitely check it out at your local comic shop. Support your local comic shop. Um, and support Indie Comics. Hey. Back to you, man. Hey. Yeah. yeah, Image is good for that. I love Image. Mm-hmm. Image, and, I mean, is- Image is cool because the whole thing is like the creator's own yeah, their the property. Yeah. property. So, yeah. so you get like these really great, like, unadulterated, unwatered down stories as opposed to like the regurgitated recycle crap we get yeah. sometimes with the, the bigger names. So that's I can, why. I can Image vouch- is my favorite house. It, it's my favorite comic book company right now too and I can vouch for Safe Sex. That is a, a dope book. Yeah, that is, that is truly the truth. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to WPPM LP Philadelphia and now I hope you know how very lucky you are to know me since I'm so incredibly incredible. Every time I hear my theme song, I want to walk down a WWE ramp just handing out information to you, Tribbles. What's up? It's your favorite Auntie Tribble bringing you this week in Geek History. History. Oh, I don't applause this time. It was nice. September 22nd, 1986. The U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California rules that computer code is protected under copyright law. For all you gamer coders out there. September 23rd, 1863, civil rights activist Mary Church Terrell was born. Uh, If you don't know, now you know. Go pick up some of her readings. Writings? Readings. Do it. September 23rd, 2008, Google and T-Mobile introduced the T-Mobile G1, also known as the HTC Dream, the world's (laughs) first Android-based smartphone. By raw sales numbers, today, Android is the world's most popular smartphone Smartphone platform. Take that, iPhone, whatever we're up to now. (laughs) September 24th, uh, 1957 was a desegregation of Central High School, Little Rock, Arkansas. On September 25th, 1973, Microcomputer Machines of Canada introduced their MCM70 microcomputer at a programmer's user conference in Toronto. Tito! Tito! 
Uh, possibly the earliest commercial manufactured device that can now be considered a personal computer. The MCM-70 gained customers at companies such as Chevron, Mutual Life Insurance, NASA, and the U.S. Army. It looks like your grandma's calculator. Old school. Uh, also, on September 25th in 1861, the Secretary of the United States Navy authorized enlistment of enslaved Africans as Union sailors. Step up with the come up. September 26th, 1973, the supersonic aircraft Concorde makes its first non-stop Atlantic crossing and sets a new speed record in the process. Flying from Washington, D.C. to Paris, France in 3 hours, 32 minutes and an average speed of 954 miles per hour, the Concorde cut the old speed record in half. Also on September 26th, but back in 1867, Maggie L. Walker was a business leader and civic leader and the first, oh, what? first black president in the U.S. What? That's not what I read. First black president of somebody. Mm, I'll look into that. September 27th. <laughs> uh, W.C. Handy published Memphis Blues, the first blues song in 1912. Huh. Uh, this week in Geek History, brought to you by all these triples in my neighborhood. This is nice. I like this. Uh, this is beautiful. Oh, this week in Geek History brought to you by uh, my twin here. Apparently, we got a, he was in each other's closets first thing this morning. We got the same daggone outfit on. Check the sneaks, We're too. Matching. Check. Oh, look at this. Look at this. We out here. Blat out. Blah! It's crazy. Uh, we both got butters on. Back to you, Len. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for this week in geek history report. And now it is time for us to go to our new feature coming your way right now. Me and my daddy, me and my daddy be chewing, yeah, chewing. What's going on, Nation? Am I up? Am I, am I back? You there? All You're right, there. all right. Here oh. we go. So this is a uh, team daddy-ish. So uh, tonight I had a uh, back-to-school night for uh, what's it, turtle triple. Turtle triple. Turtle triple. It's so, your uh, triple. I know, right? <laughs> she picked her own name. You know, it wasn't what I gave her. And uh, long story short, I'm going to let you know. Never stop learning for yourself and for your triplets because you never know when they're going to need help with new math. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk. So, like, the teacher introduced herself, gave a little bit of her background, and then, like, somebody had a question, and then we talked about new math the rest of the time. So, like, never stop learning. Always be prepared to know more, learn more, do something a little more, a little bit better, a little bit different than you were taught. When your triple comes around, your triplet is, you know, in school because they're not going to stop learning and they mm -hmm. will change math on you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, never stop learning. Always be prepared. And um, I don't know. It's cause the more you know, the more helpful you can be, honestly. And then you know more yourself, which is, you know, hopefully better for your own life. So, like, never stop learning, you know. Like, keep up with technology as best you can, you know. Cell phones, picture phones, picture messages like learn that emails faxes <laughs> learn that um i can't tell you how many times phoenix Tribble has come home from her you know office job and dealing with other businesses and you know they were like yeah i can't fax 
we're from, you know, I can't fax from where I am. Like, where are you? You're in 2019, right. and you can't send a fax. Or, you know, you're not, you know, on an updated Windows system. Like, they update it for a reason. Update your stuff if you can. But keep learning. Never stop, you know, because you can ask your kid how to transfer pictures off your phone. But if you can figure some of it out yourself, you ain't got to call them five times to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, keep learning. <laughs> I'm I'm curious, Matt, because I I ran into this a little bit, and, and admittedly, it's going back a, a few years when uh, Wonder Triple, my daughter, was in school, and I tried to help her with math, and it it seemed to me like you know it was it was like simple like the vision that she was doing, but the way that they were doing it was not the way that I was taught. So I ran, uh, I bumped up against. Okay, do I teach her the way that? I was taught, which to me seemed easier, or do I take the opportunity to sit down with her and learn with her as we work out using this method that is actually being taught in her class? And I'm curious if you uh, run into that and how did you handle it? Uh, I did in the past try to explain it the best way I understood it. Mm -hmm. Um. After hearing the teacher talk tonight, I will make more of an effort to learn the new way right. because she's going to need to know the new way. So right. if I'm going to help her in the future, I also need to be able to explain it in the new way. Um, it sounds like they're doing like a lot of like counting by grouping. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not like individually or whatever. And then like uh, she, they were on like I think it's like the lingo that you use. So like yes. don't say 2.5, but say like two and five tenths. Right. Right, you know, so they know, like, I guess, like their place value. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so what it's, it's in the verbiage. It it is, and th and that's why I ultimately said, you know what, I have to just take the opportunity to learn with her because I had to wrap my head around it. Like, regardless of how this may seem to me, this is what's going to be from here on out. Yep. So I need to learn with her so that she and um, we can learn together. You know what I mean? Um, and then she will know how to move forward as she, you know, goes further on into math. And now is working on computers, you know, in, in the Air Force. So, you know, God, she never could have done that with my method. So <laughs> so, so I, I'm like, yo, this this was definitely the way to go. Um, but that definitely is a lesson for, for um, parents. I just love how it's a, learning. it's a standard, right? Because in The Incredibles, Dash needed help with his math homework. Yep, yep, and yeah. Robert Parr was like, "How? what do you mean? How is it new math? Math is math. Yeah, Why no, would you change new math? math? <laughs> like, it's literally coach. like that. Like, yes, yeah. that's like. I just remember my grandfather trying to sit there and help me with my math homework. And he was like, what do you mean? This is not, this is how, listen, this is how we're going to do it. And <laughs> I remember going back to like thinking like, okay, this makes sense to me. And then going back to math class and then getting everything wrong. Like, no, no, no. That's not Even, what I was like, but work. the answer is what you're looking for. They're like, yeah, yep, but that's not what no, we're, not like, the way. well, what is this is? <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you torment me? Ugh. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Black Tribbles coming to you on 106.5 FM, WPPM, People Power Media in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. We are talking about Overwatch all night long, ladies and gentlemen. We're giving you a lesson. Well, 
We're we're learning about <laughs> about Overwatch. The phone lines are open 215-923-9776. That's 215-923-WPPM. We are streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. Um, for those who don't believe, like, oh, I can't believe that Overwatch is a thing. Well, here here's the real deal. Here are the stats. Here, here are here, here are the receipts. Overwatch, as we mentioned, was unveiled by Blizzard Entertainment. That was unveiled in 2014. They uh, then did like a closed beta from 2015 to uh, tw early 2016, which is when it fully launched. The open beta before release drew in nearly 10 million with an M players. The release of the game was promoted with short animated videos and Overwatch would go on to receive universal acclaim from critics who praised the game for its accessibility, diverse appeal of its hero characters, bright cartoonish art style and enjoyable gameplay. Blizzard reported <laughs> during the first year of its release one billion dollars in revenue jeez in its first year and after two years they have more than 40 million players listed so far overwatch is considered one of the greatest video games of all time receiving numerous game of the year accolades and it is as we mentioned the popular eSport with Blizzard funding and producing the global Overwatch League. I mean, well, they, they just should. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. At that point, like, you know, you, you have to. Like, like you know, there's no you way. Not? Like, yeah. there's no, aside from, you know, looking at it from a capitalist perspective, like, let's not make this, how about we make this money on top of this money since we mm -hmm. already made this money. But it's also like if you're if you're generating how many billion forty billion players one billion the first year one billion first year forty million players forty million people are playing this game like obviously they want to see it obviously it's something that's you know presentable in that arena fashion like why not give the people what they want again they have their finger on the pulse we got two pins by the way that we're going to address oh no <laughs> I mean the f interesting thing about the uh, the player numbers as well too is look like any game where people are invested in any kind of competitive scene right you you see this a lot in the 2k scene like we rock a solid 2k scene in toronto courtesy of raptors uprising hey man we got we got we got we got, we got <laughs> kenny man kenny got work man Kenny's we got gone. kenny <laughs> <laughs> we had kenny I got, a, I got to have some barbecue with him at the i legit had some are you for sure? For you for real? I'm a hurt man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna hurt. It's a little shot I took. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a, it a daring jerry, a little twenty-two <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> but with that, um, you know, there's always like frustration amongst it in the player base. All games have this. Um, Overwatch is not not unique. You know, the numbers have, have fluctuated. Mm -hmm. um, but what's been interesting is, as I always say, that it's a testament to the design of any game that you will hate it and complain about it, but you're still playing it. Mm -hmm. We all um, been there, right? But but, yes. we, but this happens with a lot of games, right? Like, um, if I try to play Ticket to Ride uh, with the Delta Triple, it, it's tough because she, she, she's better at every 
board and card game. <laughs> all, of all of them, right? That sounds painful. And I got to like feign. I'm, I'm tired. I, I pretend that I got meetings in the morning. Mm. Uh, I, I got to go out to get some milk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but he's but like, I got cramps. I don't want to play. <laughs> You did this to me. No, um, but uh, it, but what's interesting though is is you know, it, there are, there is always a tenuous relationship. But you actually need a little bit of, of tension at times. Otherwise, like you know, if it becomes something that is just like like a, like a salve that only makes you feel good, that that's actually not great for a sport. You gotta hate your sport. Mm-hmm. You gotta hate your game sometimes. Because you get bored. Exactly. I got the bored. number. Th- you know, but but it is interesting though. You know. Um, with the way you know viewerships are always up and down, right? With with the league, and this weekend is a really interesting one, right? Because yes. we've got like a huge competition, right? Like, like grand finals are here in Philly. We've got a huge, we got a pretty big Counter Strike event going down in New York, ESL One. That, that was actually the first esports event I ever went to. Um, and then at the same time, all the Twitch streamers are hanging out at TwitchCon this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So you, you sort of see what I mean. It's one of those cases where it's like fighting for screen time, fighting for share of attention. So I'm always convinced that everyone's numbers are always a little bit high because they're just counting the nu- like. Did you kind of come in once? Of course. But again, it's all it's it's always an interesting factor though because what I can tell you is, I've seen folks kind of come in and then leave. But it's like uh, you know, it's like an old Stephen King you know novel. <laughs> Sometimes they come back, <laughs> you know? and it's what? not like greasers coming at us this time. It's like you know they come back and it's like my OG diva partner lights who like this you know they disappeared for a long time. It was like six months. Then last, last, like last night, they're like, "Hey, what's up? I'm in here," and and they're like wrecking it still. Mm. You know, yeah. It's like the game that people complain, broken game. Like, yeah, but like you're still playing, right? But lots of games are broken. Man, the New Jersey Devils broke hockey at one point, mm. right? And the NHL with that neutral zone trap, which was, by the way, invented by the Montreal Canadiens. But with that, wow, <laughs> you 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 mentioned um, this, your, your you know, <laughs> for for. I always thought that Canadians were nonviolent, but oh, your boy yes. over here dropping bombs, like you know, just throwing smoke grenades at people. Well, <laughs> you know, every you know what it is because I got like the proximity back to like like New York again. Yeah, you can feel it. The Newark Airport, you know, and then you, you take the air train to like Newark Penn, and then you hear people complaining about like how you know like everything's going bad, and, and then like the accent starts to come out, and, and then you don't say with, you say I'm, I'm with you, and then, then you start talking weird, and then everything gets angry, and then Overwatch <laughs> is here, and I'm still, I'm still pretty annoyed, man, that, that, that Excelsior got, got knocked out. I thought they could make it, Mm. I didn't think they were going to beat the Shock, but I thought they could take out the Titans. I thought they had it, man. Well, so, so you're talking about, like, the, the different teams, the Philadelphia. Yeah. Yo, I was just looking through them. Some of these team names are pretty lit, yo. Yeah. Team, uh, Philadelphia is represented by the Philadelphia Fusion. Fusion, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm curious about, because this is this is a league that is playing this game, yeah. um, but the game has... Character, so yeah, you, so you're you're yeah. you're, you're, you're known play, you're known for playing a certain you're known you're hero. Playing a, a certain hero, mm-hmm. but if you have leagues, you know, like mm-hmm. aren't some people playing like the same characters? Oh, all the time. Okay, yes. all, all right, time. Yes. Yes. all right. Yeah. Yes. So this weekend, uh, there's a big showdown going down on on the those damage dealers, the DPS players, right? San Francisco Shock has, you know, I guess you could say the original, the OG player from the first season who was like. The second coming of Jesus. Like, this was the man who was, you know, uh, rumored to have the biggest contract, right? The be- at the time, you could argue he was the best tracer in the world, but we've seen mm-hmm. things, we've seen him do things with Doomfist. 
that no human should ever see. <laughs> and, 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 and when you say he was the best tracer in the world, mean like he was considered the one yeah. that played that character the best. better than anyone According else. According to everyone but the fine people of New York, because we all know that Sabiel B is the greatest tracer oh, in the world. Oh, bro. Listen, you can't oh, talk trash about characters who don't have any reference. Well, you got to give me bare basics okay, first. So, so, okay, Facts but, first, then so opinions. Sinatra. Sinatra is, uh, is a player. Sinatra is a player on, okay. on San Francisco, and, and the, the man is remarkably talented and he's going up against uh you know this 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 amazing dps player on vancouver haksal who is the rookie of the year now haksal is from uh is on the vancouver titans mm-hmm. so much respect to everybody at uh, ready set pawn and rain city runners who actually do all the vancouver crew stuff um they actually when they brought their team over they brought one of these teams that just has like a great story behind it because they were like a lot of teams, they were imported as like ins- instead of draft individually, yeah. they basically bought a team and brought them over, and that team was Runaway, and Runaway was famous for being the team that basically once upon a time showed up in they didn't have uniforms, they just had pink sweatshirts that just said Runaway on the front, and they grounded out as this team of like they, they didn't have the money, they didn't have the backing, it was supported by you know Flower Van and and, and Runner these so two, two very two DIY. Streamers. It was a DIY squad who ended up running, just just wrecking the league over time, and they became the champions. And then they came over, and everyone's always saying, oh, you know, Runaway's not Owl Ready. I hate to hurt the fanboys, but Runaway's not Owl Ready. And this expansion team came in with a bunch of weird, with a bizarre style, and they're in the finals. So basically you have the team that was considered to have been one of the best structured teams in the whole league when the league started now finally achieving their true potential mm-hmm. up against the team that was the team of, of like, nobodies. Ragtag. Ragtag, like, like nothing. And they, they came together, and here they are as an expansion team coming out of Canada. And they're facing off down here in Philly, and that's what everyone's waiting to see because it's going to come down to who's basically the better boxer. Right. Wow. Who handles, it's going to come down to who handles Doomfist, this, this hero who everyone's like, I can't use them. I can't stand them. I can't. Well, so who? So so who handles <laughs> Doomfist better? Yep, who is Doomfist the character? Terry Crews is a good. Yeah. It's a good picture. Imagine it's a good Terry Crews. Imagine Terry Crews. <laughs> okay. As uh, I see Terry Crews as, as, as like a big muscle as a, as a, as a head. Okay, African gangster. Basically, yeah. As an African gangster. Oh. Right. Giant. Get close to that mic. Get, Get on your mic. He has like a giant gauntlet on his right arm that can like level skyscrapers and cause earthquakes and stuff. Yeah, and he just punches people. And the, the thing the about worst. his hero is that when you get punched, like my poor characters get killed in one shot. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> He's one of them. Yes. Uh, He's a one hit wonder. All right, so I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at the divisions here. Yep. On the, we've got two divisions. There's the Pacific division, then there's the Atlantic division. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's cool about it is that these are global yep. divisions. So it's up and down these two bodies of water because that's incorporates everybody so in the atlantic division we've got the atlanta rain and that's r-e-i-g-n uh boston uprising that's that's really cool that's fine that's fine that's kind of cool i don't like like boston but that's that's a cool name i can't hold you i can't i ain't mad at you the florida mayhem houston outlaws london spitfire new york excelsior paris eternal oh fancy um philadelphia fusion philly fusion uh, Toronto Defiant and the Washington Justice. So that is your Atlantic Division. Your Pacific Division is the Chengdu Hunters, mm-hmm. the Dallas Fuel. So Texas doubles down. They got two teams. It's That's always a Dallas and a Houston. 
Yeah, yeah always, always, always. Just too big of a state. Split it in half. Yes, for real. <laughs> uh, you got... Oh, jeez, I hope I don't butcher this. Oh. Gu- Guangzhou, oh, Guangzhou Charge. Guangzhou Charge. Guangzhou Charge. Yep. Hangzhou Spark. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Shots fired. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Los Angeles Gladiators. Boo. That's, that's a corny name. Corny. That's a corny they tried name. They you heard it here oh, first on Black Yo, Triples. they doubled down. There's the Los Angeles Gladiators and the Los Angeles Valiant. I got to go with Valiant, Valiant. if I got to pick. Corny. They're still corny. They're both corny, but corny if I had to pick one, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, they sound like Valiant. lacrosse teams. <laughs> right. <laughs> Collegiate lacrosse teams. Yeah. Weak. <laughs> Field lacrosse team, <laughs> shan- not even box. Right. Uh, San Francisco Shock. Ha, huh, get it? Because the earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cute. No. <laughs> Soul Dynasty. Yo, they're OGs. I like that one. I like, I like that. That's kind of cool. OGs. I actually got their own. The black suit. Their, uh, um, the outfit. Shanghai Dragons. Oh, guys, they couldn't do better than that. That's a little. Uh, I'm a little. Okay, as the Asian in the room. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little uh, on the Hi. nose, I'd say. Yeah, but uh, but but to, to be fair, they had a really interesting story. They um they had a lot of trouble when they launched, a lot okay. of trouble. They went 0 40 in their first season. Jeez. 0 40, uh, and then they went a whole bunch this season. They actually took their first win, uh, this se- this year, and and then and then by the time the end, the season was coming to a close, they became like legit contenders. Nice. Because, again, it was a lot of, like, we're not doing... The system's not working. Mm-hmm. And they went through a lot of changes, and everyone's going to be like, oh, they're just dropping everybody. This, this team's going to collapse. And actually, yeah, those, those dragons, man, Came they, through. they breathed some serious fire. Talk out. about enter the last dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last but not least, the uh, Vancouver Titans. Mm. I got to say, the L.A. teams sound whack. <laughs> um, I mean, the <laughs> Titans logo kind of looks like Bumble from Rudolph. You know, the... The, the abominable snowman. In the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? I was like, what? And his eyeballs are jiggling. Yeah, that's kind of what their logo reminds me of. But the disrespect. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. It does. No, no, I mean that as a, as, a, as a term of endearment. I mean, who doesn't like Bumble? Right? <laughs> it was cute. I, I, I would say out of all of these names, the Boston Uprising sounds the dopest. Yo, you like so, no, Boston? So Boston? The Uprising is a pretty cool team name. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, you you right. will never hear me rep for any New England anything. Yeah, okay. I ain't rep for the team. Let's, Let's be Robert. clear. Okay, but just so you know, so Boston Uprising, so this is the fascinating nature of the game. Because they're localizing, right? They're franchising. Um, it's the Kraft Group. So Patriots owners. Robert Kraft. Own, 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 mm. the, own the Uprising. Never of mind. Course. They're corny. Yeah. Yeah, Boo. It. Yo, real quick, because I've been like holding this in for a minute. I've been really just like. Tossing in my head how mad I'm gonna be. I want to know who you mean, bro. Oh, okay. Like that's really something I've been thinking <laughs> about yo, yo. this whole time. Who do you mean so you I can re- get are mad? You, are you ready? No, I'm, I'm ready. not. I just broke the <laughs> 250 hour mark on Brigitta. Whack. Okay. okay. And that includes the <laughs> I guess. I mean, okay, are you ready? Ready? Brig. Okay. Bastion. What? Oh no! no. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold. On. B. Ball. Hamster ball. Ew. Ew. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Moira. Oh, more like a, the okay, witch. More like a, a cool All, right. All right, but I'm going to mess you up now because May. May, I like. I like, I like May. May. Oh, I we like May. May. So I, call on this, our team. I call this I call this the annoyance meta. See, I'm not a good, I'm not good at games. Like I'm, I'm, I'm colorblind. I, I can't aim. My mechanical skill in every aim test system comes back at like, you have severe deficiencies on oh. the right side and your left side does not exist. I'm like, yo, thanks a lot, Ooh. aim labs, yo, space labs. But... What I can do is I, my only job ever, and so I actually play in a rec league, so uh, much love to the Toronto Overwatch Beer League for actually allowing me to play. <laughs> yeah, we, we, have a, we have a LAN 
rec league. So it's like the wow. way people go to like go out to play pickup basketball in the league. Right. We do that for Overwatch in Toronto. Aww. Like we all go together. Everyone gets like you know grabs their like forty of OE or whatever and just starts going jamming at at this one spot. Spot and the whole day on Sundays, our Sundays are going to the uh, going to TOBL. So at the Toronto Overwatch Beer League, I can go in and my only job is to frustrate. I'm about to say <laughs> antagonize. He's I'm an agitator. You, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like, telling you. That's why he came in here like OG with the skills. Old school hockey guys. <laughs> yes. I'm like the Asatikinen. Like Asatikinen on the Oilers. That's like me, but in digital form. As soon as you start picking bashing, you already irritate my whole soul for the night. I swear, I swear in my life, anytime I see another team pick Bastion, I already know it's going to be viable. a problem. So who do you mean? I mean I mean Junkrat. That's my main dude. Junkrat. You, you want to talk about someone being annoying listen, versus the spam? Listen, it's, it's, there's Junkrat. some talent to it, though. With Bastion, all you do is turn to a turret and aim and shoot yeah, the but, whole yeah. load. But Hold the on, best though. thing is on the new Lego skin because they dated Bastion once. Because they That happened. <laughs> but you know, actually, funny thing, there's like, I swear there's a, like, the way the new Lego skin works because, so, like, there's a, a lot of cross sponsors. So there's a new character model for this, this annoying robot that oh everyone hates. But he's made of Lego and he shoots Lego, the little round pieces. Stop it. Really? There's a Lego figure? There's, there's a Lego, there's a Lego hero. Yeah. The, the, but here's what's funny. Oh, he's it's adorable. They, I know. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, he's yo. Less than that triple set. So he's hit, bro. Ah. He's hit. No, Let me he's see. Oh, you know what makes it worse? It's not the fact the that he can just oh, keep on killing you. Baby. It's the simple fact that he can heal himself this after you've done like this is some bad. damage on him hold real on, quick. Nah, I'm just, just going pick with up little Lego pieces. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Bash is a skill gate character. You just suck, bro. No. You ain't talking, Doomfist. I know you ain't talking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We played together. What rank are you? I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, we not going to do that. First of all, how you going to come at me when you're up in this place looking like Doomfist? That's all I'm trying to say. You can come by See, you don't want to come at me because we having the whole entire group. You can't come Every time we want to play a game, we be like, yo, we got to bring Doomfist in here. And that's this man right over here. why do you need Doomfist? Right? I carry you. I'm scared. No, no, no. No. And, and I do my well in the studio, ladies and so gentlemen. Say rank. My rank, my rank is low for a specific. No, 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 no. Did you rank twenty? No. Wait, no. what? Did you rank nineteen? What? Wait, 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 wait. I said now we're talking about rankings. Okay. All right, all right. Yes, I, 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 I'm, I'm I don't even know where this is coming from. This feels like some heat that been. <laughs> all right, so, so what, what your main is? I do, I do junk red. I could do diva. I do Ariza. And, uh, Arisa, very, very, like, very like key, no, very key hero these days. Yeah, in the I, love, I love using her a lot. Me too, man. Yeah, um, okay, we found yes. peace. Okay, good. Uh, oh, good, good. Oh, thank God. Here. I don't know where we getting problems from, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you started coming at me heavy. All right, so, so, so hold the door, hold the door, hold That's the door. Fine. That's what you mean? Those are your main characters? Is that everybody? Majority of the time. Uh, well, then go Kareem. I, play, I can pretty much play everybody. I can pretty much play everybody. Because the only reason why is like when you go into like some of these competitive matches, like what it used to be is like you could have pick any role that you wanted and anybody could pick from any other role now they come to a point where you have to pick a certain role and stay within that role mm -hmm. due mm -hmm. to the fact that the people that were in the past not picking a role that can like help support the team as a unit so like we would have a bunch of dps's no healers that's just Very asking true. to lose Very right mm -hmm. so that's a fact that's why i learned how to use multiple different characters just yeah. in case people like to 
yo, I'm going to be a DPS. Oh, I'm going to be a sniper. I'm going to be yeah. a sniper, too. We got four DPSs now. Yeah. Well, now I got to sit there and bounce between tank and healer. At this point. But the limitations now on the role controls must have really changed your gameplay style. Yes, it did. So it the game did. went through. A, uh, actually, before we go in, you got to go over your mains, man. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, Kareem. All right. Um, my main main is Lucio. All right. Respect. I do a That's Baptiste. Tough, I do wow. a nice Tracer. I do a nice Zarya. I do a nice uh, Zarya. Yeah, I've never seen you so, play Zarya. So the funny thing about Kareem's choice, man, those are like those are some noble choices. Those are all honestly, they're like those are the heroes that no one ever takes heat for running. I like healing people. That's um, awesome. But you want a Zarya? That's that's tough. He's man. like Steven Universe. The mm. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just putting spit on everybody. All yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. No, that's Lucio no, is, is, is especially right now. Wow, it's that's... hard because my my partner I play with my brother, mm. so he, he goes play in headstrong. No more. <laughs> Probably the best man I've ever seen play. Really? But he's also very like reckless in how he mm. goes in. Is he younger or He'll older? Run brother? in. He's older, older significantly. Oh, okay. really? Significantly. For real? He he's has, the reckless one. Yes. Damn. He's six years my older, and he like. That's not significant. You acting like your brother is like something. Like he's twenty years older. He got a kid. That's old enough, right? You well, you can have a kid at any age. I mean, come on, bro. That don't mean nothing. On. I'm significantly older nope. than you, and yeah. I ain't got no kids. Look, there's people that's, that's 17 that got kids, and they ain't significantly older right. than nobody in this yeah, room. Some people with 15 on Social Security. You, so, can, right. you, can, tell, <laughs> hold on, you can tell this triple 21, talk about some significant. Roy, you just got here. Go ahead. <laughs> he's, he's significantly older. He was born in 92. So anyway. Right. right. <laughs> so you, you made a bunch of, you're Steven Universe. So ultimately. my brother runs into like situations, and then every time I'm like, yo, bro, don't do that. You Mr. Beats, stop it. it. He's like, yo, Reem, help me, help me. And I'm like, all right, here I come with the heels. And that's why I had to learn how to play Lucio. Because mm. it wasn't just him. A lot of people would just scatter around. So I was like, all right, y'all got to stay with me. And once we started doing that, we started to level up as a team. Oh, it worked yeah. out a lot better. So that's what they mean by I wish you would just stick to heels. Like yeah. healers, not well, so, wearing heels. So this is, No, exactly. Now, that's also where, again, one of those really kind of terrible... Um, like cor corny, you know, just corny stereotypes comes up. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he meant H E E L S. Oh. No, no, like no. Heels, no. Not like healers. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not yeah, like support. heels, like the shoes, or like heels, like the awesome wrestling characters that we love. <laughs> right. Right. It's more like um. It's not the rock and sock connection. Basically, you should just be there to support and and like heal people. And in the end, one of the reasons this comes up is because one of the original healers is a character named Mercy, who's uh, a Swiss. Oh God. Nurse. I love using her too. Who flies around with wings. Um, and basically heals people. And look, but like don't get it twisted. She can bring out a pistol real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 nice. you, but you know, the whole idea was that you stay behind and your job is to support yeah. people, right? And a lot of this is based off of that. It may, it, it's a completely unfounded uh, bias. This belief that, oh, well, women don't have the, the, the mechanical skill to pull this off. It's the same thing when people say like, oh, when you're older, your reaction time goes down. You can't handle this game anymore. I'm like, I've... I I I I did I played Kendo for a while. My sensei was 80. I could not in every attempt I ever had when I ever went against him. My only goal was to get one point before I left that dojo, and I never once hit that man. That guy smoked me, and he was 80. He couldn't even kneel because his knees were so shot. The whole point is, it's like so may, maybe actually this, none of this makes any sense. You know, it's like it's about how you do it. But there's this weird belief. I don't get it when they're like, and and again, it's it's probably a projection from. The reality of traditional sports. Yeah. When they'll be like, well, uh, you know, like in Futurama, when they're like, uh, when they go to the Amazonian planet and they're like, this be our basketball court. Mm -hmm. We play basketball. You know, it's like, 
it's like we can no dunk, but our fun we have good fundamentals. And then like Bender's like, in other words, boring, right? And then they go on and about. It. I'm like, well, actually, some women can dunk. And yes, you need to be a certain height. You need generally generally speaking, you need a certain amount of like vertical jump and leg strength. But the truth is, when you're dealing with something like a game, like I've met plenty of women who will wreck plenty of people in whatever your mechanical skill is, but. They, people will kind of go back to that old trope of like, yo, you can't do this, brah, you should just go and you should just support people. I'm like, it's it's corny, but again, they also haven't dealt with, and then the reason, truth is, is the, the culture does force a lot of people, good people, who could actually improve a lot of this scene. Um, force them up, because you're like, why would I deal with this? Right. 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 And it's, it's, it, it's terrible. Like, it's 2019, I gotta deal with this in the real world, and here I am on this online gaming right, platform and still time. dealing it with some yeah. from some 12 year old, no less. Yeah. Right. And, or sometimes, like a, you know, a gr- a grown man. man. Oh, grown, it, grown man. I've had a bunch of grown men come at me for not playing the way that they want me to play. Wow. And you know what I do? Mute button. Yeah, and that's the great, greatest power in the world. <laughs> that, no, that's, that's the smartest you thing. Just mute them. Me, on the other hand, I, I, I actually had it dealt with, and like we was in the same ge- game chat, and we dealt with somebody who was like, um, what do we call them when they're, they're throwing? Oh, throwing a match. They were throwing a match oh, yes. for us. Yep. And um, we were getting irritated, so we were like, you know what? Yo, why are you guys throwing a match? Why are you running on the competitive thing? Then they went straight to race. They went straight to races. I don't know mm. what happened. All I know is that, like, a couple seconds later, I squared up with my TV, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really trying to figure out, like, Hold what was I going to do? Up, I'm like, oh, so where your address at, bro? What's up? On, on, on God. On God. We right here. I don't even know what happened, though. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, there's no point in dealing with that. Yeah. I think nah. the worst part is, yeah. like, It'd be one thing if it was like the opposing team. You can only talk to your teammates. Yeah. That's like, the yeah. worst. Wow, that's, yeah, so that's, that's what we're coming together. Why are we fighting uh, each other? The enemy is right there. That can be shown in like a bunch of assets of like life. But like, right. Yeah, right one, of, there. one of our sort of like local, like kind of top players down in New York that we, we you know, he's, been, he's like, he's like the street ball legend that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, Javion. He's a great dude, right? And, uh, and with, with Jay, uh, you know, I've seen it. When it's like everything is normal, and then like all of a sudden it's like an end bomb hurricane. I'm like, what just happened? And everyone like, you know, everyone's like, because you you know people will watch him stream right on Twitch, and I'm like, God, what man, are you doing? What is going on? Why here? are we like, here? And, and, and mm-hmm. then and then and, and it's nuts because it's like, you know, Jay will be like, okay, mute report, but it's like, eh, like how is this coming up so often? But what's weird is it comes up in cycles, and that's the strangest thing of all. And that's it's, it's it's a unique thing that you, you'll see in the scene that like it kind of subsides, but then all of a sudden there's a, this run of trolls that will purposely try to yep. come in because some people just want to be just unsavory yeah, characters. Wanna be that, yeah. They just want to be that guy. And here's the thing, we've all done. A lot of people have done that thing. You make the comment to try to kind of startle the room, but you know this right. is one of the challenges of of, uh, of disconnected social strands, right? And in, in, in modern digital culture, in that. If you can never really see the result of what it was to startle the room, you're forever caught in that initial stage of trying to gain attention by yelling loudest. Mm. And it's this sort of perennial, it's this sort of recurring cycle, which is, I mean, it, I mean, maybe this might be overstating it, but I've always believed that you can see some of modern society's greatest potentials and also one of the, and our biggest obstacles in something as simple as how people will communicate online. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Of course, just Real to talk. let you are in the dark. Like, yeah. as uh, yeah. he was saying earlier, it's because of that barrier. Simply like, oh, I'm not, there's no consequences for it. But then if you put that person face to face, they're going to like freeze up. I've had people like, have you ever seen on YouTube where people, they're trash talking, being super racist, and then the person like, 
<laughs> we can still hear you. It's okay. You can still. You didn't have to stop talking. You look so you confused. Out your that was the cutest thing. I, you're Steven Universe, Tribble. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Have you seen the videos where like the people would be trash talking, being super racist, but then like the person will come out and be like, "Here's your actual address. You want to say it again?" And they freeze. <laughs> Stops like, everything. Uh, yeah. Hey, talk. wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, nah, nah, nah. Play the game now. <laughs> and dude, like, come to your house. Quiet. It's crazy. It's like you're so big and bold until someone can actually like step to you. Then you're like, wait, I'm sorry, man. It was also a joke. So it's a prank, bro. It's a prank. Oh, we're just it's talking. Like, nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. nah yeah. son. Was... Keep that same energy. Same energy at all times. Right, right. Same energy at all. We got times. a couple of pins, I believe, still sticking in the wall that we're gonna have to deal with. And time is. I, don't want time to get away from us, but I just want to let people know that if you doubt that this Overwatch thing is real and the mm-hmm. Overwatch League thing is is not the next big thing, the championship you know is happening this Sunday, September 29th at the Wells Fargo Center, where the 28th. final uh, uh, the Sunday's the 29th. I just saw a banner on the way over here. It said the 28th. I don't want to. Sunday, September 29th, we will be the finals at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, the winning team not only takes home the Overwatch League championship trophy, but they will walk out of there with $1,100,000. Wow. That's a as the prize for for the winning team. Like cash? What's the address again? <laughs> is, is, it, <laughs> is it too late to sign up? <laughs> It's a, it's a little too late, but it actually it is is really a thing. You could be an alternate. Well, wait, I I'll got be the water boy. So that's that's for the team. How many members are on a team? Six. Oh, that's not too bad. I didn't know if it was like no, not like thirty. Like a earth, wind, <laughs> and fire situation where it's like twenty seven people, and it's right. like, well, I mean, that's still nice money, but it's not million dollar money. But all right. Yeah, six, six uh, one million, one point one million. Goes between six people very nicely. So it one, does. yeah, one of the things you'll notice about uh, esport in general is that the the general rule is prize pool money generally will only go to the players. There's no like sort of percentage take from the organizations. Exactly. Uh, That's cool. The players also get a base salary. Uh, wow. The league was was pretty good about setting out some basic standards for um, minimum base salaries. I think it was sixty k, if I'm not mistaken, and then the basics for like. The, you know, standard attempts to, you know, access to healthcare coverage. I am in the wrong business. Y'all doing everything wrong. I know, right? It's time to start sustainability because, again, one of the challenges that had faced esports being largely run by, we were younger folks, right? You, you don't really think about these things, so everything was real, really piecemeal, and, and you can't build a, an actual life out of that. Yeah. Right. Right? So they were ma- they've been making attempts to, to develop that, and it's been pretty positive overall. Aside, but I've been wondering this entire time. What got you into like the Overwatch community? Aside from you sound like your friend, but like you play professionally, correct? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So the uh, my origin story. <laughs> oh God, we ain't got that much time. Uh, you got no, two so minutes. Uh, so here's, 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 no, so basically, you've been here before. I know this yeah, tale. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I my, the way I got into it was uh, I was uh, I finally got this game. I liked it, and uh, I wanted to do something with it, primarily as a way to give back to... Uh, and I knew in general, at the same time, I knew I was probably leaving New York, so I wanted to do something to get back to community. Long story short, I would go to um, New York Comic Con. Uh, as a kid dressed hat to toe with Soldier 76. Craziest thing i ever seen. It was awesome, right? You see him, and I run over. I'm like, yo, it's Soldier 76 reporting for duty. 
Uh, you see any? Uh, and then there's his mom's who's dressed up as um, Wonder Woman. She goes, oh, are there any bad guys? And I'm like, hey, come on now. If there was any talent here, he'd just get them in his sights. Right? <laughs> but um, what was amazing about it was uh, this, this kid was full head-to-toe, full costume, the rifle, the mask, the visor, everything, was in a um, fully neck-braced mechanical wheelchair. Uh, you know, his, his, he had a, a, a bifida, his, you know, and his, uh, his, uh, his hands uh, would never be able to handle a mouse. You could see. Um, yet here he was, uh, so inspired by the story of what it was to be a human rebuilt from a total collapse of your own life, um, that he believed in that enough to want to be that hero. Right, and the mantra of the game has always been that the world needs heroes. And I, I said, he is the real hero in this situation. Well, that's what it was. Because he just wants, he sees meaning, right, uh, of self in, the rep- in what that character is. And that's what I tell folks when we talk about representation. It's not that, like, someone who's Asian shows up on a poster. It's more that, like, oh, no, no, I get where this can go. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I realized this, I want this to be an avenue where I can do something. So I actually started off with um, just try- trying to host meetups get to watch the game and also to let Delta Triple have the TV back because that's the <laughs> point. Well, I was playing this one time and, and I hear this, this voice yelling at me and I can only partially hear it because I got headsets on and she's like, is this all I'm going to see for the rest of my life? And then I really realized that the answer should be no. <laughs> so um, Took him I, a minute though, I bet. Yeah, well, I was in the middle of a, two, it was the middle of a control map, alright? So yeah. like, I, I was like, hold up. Yeah, and then, yeah. then I realize you don't do the hold up and pull the finger up when someone says that to you. Because Anyway, I digress. Um, but more importantly, it's um, so I hosted a meetup. So I went to this place called Waypoint Cafe in New York City. It's a party of one. Didn't know anybody. Everyone's like half my age or less. Um, and I was like, hey, you guys want to get together watch a game? And that became the genesis of Five Deadly Venoms, which, was, which became New York Excelsior's primary supporters club. You know, and, and it took off. We became the, the most well-known in the league. You know, we got like the, it was crazy with the media spots, like Overwatch came in and told a story, but that's what it was. It was actually not about, I was not, I didn't come in as a player. I came in as a, um, as a com- fan, as a, as a fan as a and fan. a community organizer. And, and in, a, in a crazy way, I always turn this into my version of what community services. I don't go to church. I don't, I never did that. So I had to do something to give back to the communities that have given me so much. And New York helped me find a lot of the things that I love. How it's just how I found all you. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and how I got to show off that jacket to Len. <laughs> Why you got to bring up old stuff? We, 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 we just... I saw him. I, when you heard my voice, I saw that. that he kind of did the thing where it's like... And it, you see like half the eye. I was, the I was looking for the jacket, too. I, I, I nearly brought the jacket until I saw the weather report. I was like, I can't even wear it to flex. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but uh, no, but that's, that's what it was. It was all, and that's what I think is amazing about the scene, right? Everyone thinks that esports is about, I'm going to be a player. I'm going to make it. And that, that attitude has, has ruined people's lives in the pursuit of baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, especially, or, or, or let alone hockey or football. Like you're, and, and lives have ended, right? Because you didn't know when to walk away. But the thing is, I tell everybody, when you go to a baseball stadium, right? You go to, you go to Skydome, right? You go to Yankee Stadium, City Field, and, and you step in. Or Citizens Bank Park. Please remember where you're at. Hello. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, remember that World Series we had? Wow, bro! Wow! Wow! Now we can, wow. you know what? It's a, we're, we're both we were both houses of holiday, and uh, that's how we're for our forever brothers and sisters. So, huh. way to clean that up. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> holiday heals everything. Yeah, right. It's yeah. true. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It is true. <laughs> uh, no, but it's um, 
there's everything around it. As I tell folks, the things that will make esports work, any entertainment industry, right, are, are rooms that look like this studio here. Mm -hmm. So if you educate the youth who who are have been have had knowledge gate kept from them for the purposes of trying to t make everyone think that they have to do everything on their own and that they have to be independent contractors and buy into some sort of you know false belief that the grind is going to help them right what you can actually do is through the power of this context is show people hey you know you got a great talent Did, has anyone ever told you that's actually what shows up in post video editing you got a really good talent. Did anyone tell you that's actually an aspect of how you do marketing development when you work with an ad agency? Mm -hmm. Has anyone ever told you that that's actually what copywriting is so you can write things, right? So everyone's, what's happened is uh, we've decontextualized our touch points to what a trade or, or, or a day-to-day, -day, even a basic job or what our potential can be because all we see are these messages online. Right. But because there's so much focus on esports and attention, and that, and because the fundamental need that is missing from so many people's lives is human connectivity and and bringing back together these social strands. Right. When you combine this in-person experience and you reintroduce people to like dialogue and and social capital, like they're no longer bowling alone. All of a sudden, you see that that's actually what is really driving all of this. Is that when people get a taste of what the real world is, and I, I suppose in a funny way through a, a, a type of competition that is completely digital, you realize that that's the thing that can actually help people change the world, right? I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen youth, you know, lose their stutters over the course of a year. Wow. Because they never had the time to practice talking. What they thought was social anxiety and the inability to communicate was just us when we were like in grade three or grade four and we were trying to practice how to dress cool and talk cool and it was all missteps. Most of our lives were missteps, but that's been stolen from them because they're so scared that they'll be held up as an example, but you actually take things into the real world, right? Where they can't just kind of drop racial epithets and things like that. Right. And, and you bring them together. And then all of a sudden, that's where you see the strength. And that's deep down, I, I think, what is the need that's being filled. Right. And that's, that's, and that's, that's, that, and that, that's, man, that's, I think, how, like, and that's how I got into Overwatch. I know it sounds crazy, but that's no, what brought me in. fuzzies. Nah, I respect it. 100% respect. Nothing but respect you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, those pins are just gonna have to sit up there for the people at I mean, WPPM. We, we, we kind of addressed them. We we, yeah, we, we talked did. about yeah, we why why you don't like Bastion. Um, we talked about what was the other one? why is oh that was the one real quick. Why is Brigitte perfect? We got. I'm gonna give you now. Come on now, um, Reverend Richard. I'm gonna give you five minutes to pontificate on why Brigitte is perfect. No, he don't get five minutes. He gets uh, three minutes because we got inductions to uh, do. Oh, right, oh, right. Yeah, Excuse no, no, me. Minutes. Okay, no. no. But I always say that she's a, the perfect hero because she, her viability is completely based on your understanding of what she can and can't do and ultimately is an expression of self-reflection, which I think is one of the most valuable things that's missing in modern society today. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's okay. Did I sufficiently answer your condescending question? <laughs> I'm a Brigitte fan now. No. <laughs> now you now you standing? Okay. I'm about the main Brigitte from now on. <laughs> nice. I have a daughter, her name is Brigitte now. <laughs> All right, now we, we have in we have in, in, in um a new Tribble to induct into the Tribble Nation, ladies and gentlemen. Kareem, who comes here by way of Isaiah, if I if, if I am correct. Uh, yeah, Isaiah's Super fault. Saiyan Tribble. That's very true. Um 
it is time for you to become one with the triple designa- uh, triple nation. But you have to give yourself a triple designation that kind of like indicates where your geek lies. Now, let me let you know. We, you can get real creative with it. I mean, we got Bat Tribble, Storm Tribble. You heard we got Tribble NX. We got Delta Tribble. But you can get real creative. Inside the Tribble Nation, we already have a Tribble Soul Child. We have a little <laughs> Tribble on my chin. We have no Tribble at all. We have Tribble Play. We've got Diary of a Mad Tribble. So you can get as creative and as fluid with it as you want. Now, would you say if you had to represent what you truly are geeky about, is it Overwatch or would you say is maybe something else? Is it beards? I mean, exactly what are you really <laughs> geeky about? Um, all right, so a little bit about me. I love anime, manga, video games. I love to write. Um, I'm the type of person that if you're like, yo, who'd win in the fight? Superman, Goku, I'll talk to you about it all day. I'm the same person that's like, I'm all about. Get on that mic. Calm down. I'm all about oh, what? Oh, easy on the side eye. Just talking to the <laughs> microphone, my friend. Now he was ready to throw hands. I'm you see that? It's crazy. Like nature and just understanding. And I'm really into like psychology, like the human mind and emotion and stuff like that. Okay. My goal in this life that I'm given is to like spread positivity and happiness, whether it be from like the arts that I know, what I'm pursuing in psychology, whether it be like in video games. The way that I've learned how to um, relate to people is through like that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Steven Universe. Yeah. Actually, yes. Good show. Movie was trash. But <gasps> what? Oh. All right, it's too late. It's too late. It's no too talking late. about the movie. No spoilers. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? He lost me at Death Till Dawn, right? Tell me why. Tell me why. Give me one good reason why I should let you. Wa- Never mind. We're going to talk about it later. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. Whoa. That's a whole thumbtack. Yeah, because we got to pick his brain more. He's he just trolling for a return visit. I, I know what he's doing. No, Go no, ahead. No, no. <laughs> I actually enjoy the whatever it's called. It's just. From the I enjoyed whatever it's called. <laughs> come Steven on, come Universe. keep it going up with your life. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. so basically that's what I've been doing. From a kid born and raised in basically like Philadelphia, who just played video games and like didn't get to go outside much because I wasn't allowed to hang out with the hood rats and all that stuff. I now, how'd you learned. meet Isaiah? Oh, Isaiah ain't no. <laughs> listen, listen, Rudy Huxtable is not a hood rat. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he is my trainer. <laughs> so yeah. But um, from being stuck inside all day playing video games, that's the only way I could like relate to people. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to anime and manga, all that stuff. So that's where my geek lies in. I okay. Suppose. So with all that um, said, what will be your triple designation? Okay. So I'm gonna take it from a song lyric from one of my favorite like web animations, Ruby, and wow. going to like my gamer tag. So the quote I'm going to say is, I was the one who was ripped from the earth and exposed to the sun. I'm the Radiant Tribble. Radiant Tribble? My gamer tag is Divine Radiance. Uh, so I like... Here to spread positivity. Radiant Tribble. Radiant Tribble. I don't know. You're not going to sit here and tell me the Steven Universe movie was trash <laughs> and be the Radiant Tribble. I have questions. I don't believe we have a Radiant Tribble. 
I like that. Why does Dante look like a Sith Lord? Look at the. You know, that's what I've been thinking the whole time. I've been thinking that the whole time. Your boy look like a Sith Lord right now. Maybe he got a little chilly. I know. I've been thinking that the whole time. That's why I have not. I have not. You can't even make eye cut towards Dante. Yo, he pulled all out all night. Yo, hey, look. Yo, look at him. He pulled out a lightsaber. Nectar. He look like evil Kermit right now. Yo, he pulled out a lightsaber. You know that John is red. You Dude. know it's red. <laughs> For real. All right, so the Radiant Trouble, I like that. I do like that. And, you know, based on how you have been tonight, I think it is very apropos. So I appreciate that. Um, but it is not official. Not until Emac, the Master Tribble, makes it so and inducts you in the Tribble Nation. Now, first, we will induct you, and then we will teach everyone here the Tribble Salute. So, yes. Emac, take it away. All right. So, it's a fairly painless procedure. You just repeat after me. Okay. I am a triple furry. I am a triple true. <laughs> I am a triple fur furry. I am a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll to the way I coo. So shall it be said. So shall it be done. <laughs> Welcome, radiant triple, to the nation. Your passport is in the mail. We need a blood and semen sample. Ooh. One tube. Just mix it together. Yeah. Why furry? Because triples, triples are furry. So he probably doesn't know what a triple is. I know, so right? Not, not furries. Like not they're, they're furry. A triple. Yeah, you how got, your you beard is furry? A triple is also furry. Okay, because I'm a geek, but I draw the line. So there we go. All right, just because you're a geek don't mean you can't be a freak. Ooh, and he's a freak of the week. He's a geek of the week. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh God, it is time to teach everyone here who does not know the Tribble Salute, as created by author Elizabeth Wilkerson here on Black Tribbles. So Do you remember? Because I remember. I was going to turn to you to, to oh, teach okay. them because you're right there and you're closer to the camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little personalization on it right just like your designation is personalized the salute is personalized whether you want a fist over your chest like against your heart or facing out or a palm however you a peace sign however you so choose that's up to you but the signif the significant part the triple part is you're gonna tuck your thumb and wiggle your fingers right so the salute in general in total rather is a boom, and then a cross, or and then your little triple here. Do that, do that towards the camera. Oh, so it's it's either like this, or like this, or like this, or like you know whatever your thing is, right? But like that, and then here's your triple. There's a you see me, everybody see me. Okay, so you everybody's ready. We gonna count it down on three. All right, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. out, out, out. Out, triple. There you go. There you go. Confused triple. Got him. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was here with it. He yeah. was. He was. He was over here. <laughs> he was like, no, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. His triple was talking trash. Like, what you got against people that are furry, though? I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> and what you got against TV well, Universe the movie, though? I'm trying to see. All right, so there you go. So cool. there you go, uh, Tribble Nation. That is the Tribble salute. Um, when you meet a Tribble, you pass a Tribble in the street. You know, give them that salute. That will let them know that you are, in fact, 
One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. All right, we gotta we gotta get out of here. Um, I'm already out. It was already already late, but Rich. Triple NX, Delta Triple. Thank you so much. Now we, look, man, uh, I, I told you this before, Len, a lot of what went into everything in uh, Five Deadly Venoms and everything that I've done was inspired by you guys. Aww. You know, it, 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 there was a reason we ran into each other, right, at, uh, at the Star Trek con. Star Trek. But a lot of this is, is, is based off the idea of what the power of people can be when you just give them the means to do it. So, again, I, I, I think it's amazing that all this you know, all brought me back here again. I get to be here with you. So thank you, really, Triple Crew, for, for really helping uh, this stodgy old dude uh, come up with a positive thing. Because I'll tell you, you know, uh, this is the power. I'll leave you with this. This is the power of, uh, of, uh, of Triple Power. Uh, it means that you can form a crew with people that you meet, like, randomly off the street, and they will legitimately hunt around the MTA and find you a Wu-Tang MTA card. And they're going <laughs> to bring it to Philly. So, I mean, that is, I mean, that's love. That's, that's love. Right, that's the power of that's love. That's love. Right, spread positivity, peace, love, and respect, right? So, again, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, my friend. Oh, that was thank beautiful. Thank you, my friend. Uh, and um, also, we need to thank Adrian and Kareem for coming it down. Is your black.